0: Make sure you stick around for this entire show. I got my first ever All Eleven list, Minnesota Viking style. Let's get to it. Welcome to Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter at Scoworld and at MN Sports Podcast. Go down below. Click like, click subscribe, make a comment. I want to hear what you got to say. Write down below, comment on why or what you think was the best move of the Vikings offseason. I want to hear from you and ring the bell so you never miss an episode. Let's get started. I got a treat for you. This is my first ever all 11 list episode. It's entitled things to be grateful for in 2022 as a Viking fan. Number one, hiring Quacy Mensa over Ryan Poles. There have been complaints about Quacy Mensa. the decisions he's made, but they, after a few days of thinking about them, they all make sense. And you know, for instance, him picking Lewis Scene. Now we, you know, his nickname now is Murder Scene. Hopefully, hopefully that sticks, but. I don't know if the NFL approves of murder scene as a nickname, so it probably won't see the, you know, won't see the air of an NFL game. But, you know, decisions like that, you know, picking up quality players like Andrew Booth Jr., you know, you just down the line of players being able to go out and get as Darius Smith, you know, moves like that, it showed that, Quaysee Adolfo Mesa can bring players to the Vikings, and Ryan Poles really can't. He has made hasn't made the best decisions. Now, number two, hiring Kevin O'Connell, his approach to the team of being a head coach, equally important offense and defense, has been a welcome change for the Minnesota Vikings. So people are are falling in love with Kevin O'Connell, and the players are falling in love with his approach even recently one of the players and I'll I'll talk about that on another show of you know about what the what the uh, what the previous coaching staff was like compared to this one everything was a problem everything had to get fixed now everything when instead this approach has been hey we're going to make an adjustment we're going to be okay let's we're going to do it right in this next time instead of complaining and yelling about screwing up and, you know, things like that. And it shows, like in practice, they got the big uh, the big screen television out there. Uh, I don't know if you'd call it TV, but big screen. So they can make evaluations immediately and correct them in the in, at practice rather than dwelling on them and yelling at players in the meeting. So it's a really better, it's a better approach and uh, the players are liking it. Number three, this is controversial. It's not even 50-50. There's a loud majority of people that don't like Kirk Cousins, but one of the things to be grateful for is we extended Kirk Cousins because if we didn't, what would we have done? You may say Deshaun Watson, but is he going to play? Is he going to play? And how much money did he sign for? If you're complaining about a player that uh, pads stats and doesn't win games, go look at the winning percentage of Deshaun Watson compared to compared to you know Kirk Cousins, so think about that. They if that's your complaint about you know padding stats and not winning games, there you go. That's exactly what Deshaun Watson's record is. He's a great talent. I think he's a great quarterback. However, what he what happens there is that he's bringing a lot of baggage. And do we want that with a first-year coach, first-year GM, to go be one of his biggest moves to bring in a Deshaun Watson? So we extended Kirk Cousins' right move. Um, Now, number four, addressing the guard position in free agency and the draft, I think that I became a, a believer when they brought in uh, Chris Reed, not Jesse Davis, but when they brought in Chris Reed and then they drafted Ed Ingram, solidified my belief that they were dedicated to solve that guard position. Different story with the center position. However, they feel like Garrett Bradbury has life in him and they can get it out of him. So let's give him a chance on that. And I do believe we got guys that could switch over to center, uh, including a Chris Reed, or including and in have Ed Ingram fall into right guard. Jesse Davis um, at one time was a decent guard. I didn't see that. People say it, but I didn't see that. So I'm not big on Jesse Davis. But uh, Wyatt Davis also took some snaps at guard in preseason and previous year. So who knows? Maybe we have a fallback on the center position. We can stumble into a good player at, at uh, center. But I'm mainly talking about the guard position. Let me uh, get a sip of it. Sorry about that. Um signing Z- Z- uh, number five, signing D- Zadarius Smith. He's been a you know a great player for Green Bay. You know, let you know this his sack totals prior to last year were amazing. He got hurt. Recent scares he slept wrong and he didn't practice. Probably precautionary. As we get older, even sleeping sometimes causes injury. And that may be, been the case with the Darius Smith, but I think it's precautionary. Not trading to Neil Hunter for a win now. Team, we have him under contract. He he doesn't think he's paid enough, so that's a problem we're gonna have to uh, cross the road with a little bit later. But he loves the Darius Smith. They're buddies. They were respected professional players between each other. They had this relationship in like a, a Pro Bowl game. Um. But they hit it off, and when they, when they, when they Smith came to the Vikings, they became fast friends. I think this could be the crazy if healthy, and that's that's a big question mark. I'm still praying these guys can stay healthy and meet at the quarterback on a regular basis. That and number uh, six, not uh, that was number six, number seven addressing defensive backfield and free agency in the draft. I thought it was important to bring back Patrick Peterson, and uh, that that was my number. That was like my top two things to do this offseason: is bring him back, and then going out. You know, well, and then drafting drafting um, Andrew Boo Jr. I thought was a big thing. Drafting Louis seen is a, is a my dark horse best move of, of the year, just because of. You know, Harrison Smith getting older, and he's just another piece of the puzzle, and I think he's going to be a great player, a great Viking. I think players are going to, or teams are going to fall in love with him. Uh, Shannon Sullivan, we need to solidify the nickel position. We had the worst nickel uh, cornerback. We had the worst cornerback playing nickel that was graded by P- PFF last year. So, Mackenzie Alexander. So, that, that is a big, big deal, getting Shannon Sullivan, some depth there. But, again, Andrew Jr. might come in there, and who knows? We we might have a lot of cornerbacks rotating through that position. But we got competition now. We've got a deeper cornerback room, so I'm liking it. That's a That was number seven. Young players, number eight, young players dedicating themselves, like Wyatt Davis, Jalen Twyman, Cam Dantzler. I don't know if you've seen a video of Twyman in the – in the weight room, but he looks like Lou Ferrigno in there. He is, I think he's bounced back. We'll see what he does. He's going to come in in and as a second string in the depth chart, but this guy can play, I believe. And one of the things when he drafted and why he fell, I think to the sixth round was because he put on weight so he could be a bigger D tackle and look more attractive to teams. It was bad advice. He lost his speed. He had bad workout at the combine. Vikings weren't worried about it they felt it was like a great value at that low there was talking him being second round third round talent we got him way late uh and unfortunately had the you know the shooting he got involved you know he was a victim of I just lost my list so sorry about that I did it on a different t- I did I did it on a different computer there we go um so and then Wyatt Davis, uh, he's he was a little more he he went in the offseason more working out more getting ready for this season. He admitted that he came in a little out of shape previous year. Again, he was injured, so we understand that. Um, you know, a lot of people thought he'd be a plug and play guard. Turns out we just didn't give him the time of day last year. But uh, he he put he put in more effort and. I think he'll he'll get a chance, maybe not this year, but down the road. But it's nice to have, uh, you know, a guy like that competing. Cam Dansler, same thing. He came into the with bad weight going into the draft because he was 175 as a cornerback at like 6'2". He was real thin. He put on weight. It was bad weight. His speed. He was in the 7'40 for a cornerback. Vikings drafted him anyways because a game tape, game speed. He later um did a a a uh, pro day where he did a um he recorded it and put it on Twitter or whatever, and he, he he ran faster in that video. So we drafted him. We weren't worried about him. And this year, going into this season, he's gone up to 191 as a cornerback and supposedly muscle. So he he didn't do the bad weight thing that he did for the draft. He did the good weight thing, and now uh, hopefully he's gonna have his breakout year. And he was good as a rookie, and he was pretty decent last year. He just didn't—he was in the doghouse, and he didn't get out of it until later. And then uh, number nine, Justin Jefferson. Always be thankful for Justin Jefferson. I hope we have him ten years plus. It's gonna be hard because of how much receivers are getting getting paid now and he's eligible for a for an extension after this year and just pray that we can keep a Justin Jefferson again always thankful for Justin Jefferson this one I'm thankful for Dalvin cook we don't people don't value the running back position as much anymore but this guy's a weapon and I think if you reduce his workload and put him in better plays and, and and move him around a little bit, we can save this guy. Robert Smith retired early. This is about the time period uh, where we started seeing Robert Smith just blow up and then retire. At, you know, when he became a free agent, he gave up a big payday. Now he's on, like, i seen him on the Vikings uh, network. Uh, just. You know, I want Dalvin Cook to have a longer career with the Vikings than Robert Smith did. It it's very possible that he could, but um, I'm enjoying him now, and I'm thankful he's on our team. He makes us a better team. He makes us more diverse. Him and Justin Jefferson are fun to watch. Throwing an Adam Thielen, I didn't put him on this list. He's get he's uh, aging out a little bit, but I'm a little dark horse. A little dark horse, big year. I'm putting out there is Adam Thielen. He said he's gone back. He's reevaluated his training. Wants to last longer in this league. It's his tenth year. He's putting in more effort. I I expect big things from Adam Thielen. He just got to stay healthy. And number eleven, assembling the coaching staff. We did West Phillips and Ed Donatel and Mike Pet, Petten. I think the brain trust that we brought in. Guys are bought in to the collaboration effort. They really are all players' coaches, but not to the fact that they're just going to let players do whatever they want. They're just fair, and that's what I think um, players are going to come to them. They're teachers. Z'Darrius Smith really says Mike Pettin did him right when he was went to Green Bay. Remember, Pettin was defense coordinator one went three NFC title games and got fired. So we we got good coaches here, very good coaches, and we should be all thankful for it. Now, that's it. That's my all-11 list, first inaugural all-11 list. Why 11? Well, there's 11 players, okay, at one time on your team. So all-11 list, and uh, that's Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. Follow me on Twitter at Skoworld and at MN Sports Podcast. Now, click like, click subscribe. Ring the bell so you never miss an episode and make a comment. What was your favorite thing that the Vikings did in the offseason? Have a great day. See you next time.